Hello, and welcome to Confidently Wrong, a show by regular dudes talking with confidence about content we have no right to speak about with any kind of authority, but do it anyway. I'm Wesley Nakamura, and as always, I'm joined by award-winning director Brian Redondo and Savon Jones, aka Captain Vani. This is episode 77, and we're picking apart Marvel's movie and Disney Plus announcements from Comic-Con San Diego. I'm confident that it's going to be the best show you've ever listened to, and well, hey, if it's not, you can always ask us for a refund. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show, Confidently Wrong. I'm so glad to see your smiling, bearded, facial-haired faces. Where's yours, Dash Gang? Where's yours? Uh, it's just it's just the five o'clock shadow, but I've been growing it for a week, so it's just it's just chilling. It, if it gets too much, Jen like won't even like kiss me anymore. So I, I got to keep it, you know, pretty Dang. pretty trim back. Dude, I want to see you it's full Robinson Crusoe, full Castaway. Like, <laughs> where where's your Gandalf beard? I mean, it really takes me probably a good six to seven weeks to even get like a like a decent beer not even like full coverage just like decent so it, it would just take too long can your dad grow a beer uh i don't know he had a pretty bushy mustache it was it was bushier than brian's current mustache but and then he shaved it off eventually to make himself look, look a little younger you know it, it made him look a little older he carried that mustache for like maybe 20 years from his his tw- maybe 30s into his like 50s well, you're in your 30s now, so I think it's about that time. Yeah, it's time for you to get that dad stash. It's just a lot. I don't know. The mustache is not... It's, I don't think it works for me. Give your daughter something to remember. If I'm going to do it, it's, <laughs> it's, the full, it's the full thing. You want the full grizzly. But yeah. you said you're not going to kiss you, though. Yeah, so it's no good. We can't, we can't go there. All right, well, we're, we're going to take this episode to really focus on... Something that we never talk about, which is the MCU and the Marvel Universe. <laughs> really underrepresented on this show. What's yeah, that? Even... <laughs> um, because they were at San Diego's Comic-Con, which is the big Comic-Con of the year. And they dropped a whole bunch of timeline and release dates for projects we know have been coming and announced a few other projects that we didn't have names for. So, Savan, you're the journalist in the crew. You went down there. You got credentialed. You sat in Hall H, and you found out what's coming. So, Savan, what's Damn coming straight. down the pipeline? He was camping out like two weeks in advance, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was in them streets in, the, in here. Reads. In the reads. <laughs> yeah, so Marvel has hit us with a big list of stuff. I'm going to speed read through this to the best of my And we know it's not complete because we know there's other things in there that are going to be kind of plugged mm-hmm. in. But mm-hmm. this is what they got so far. So, for the remainder of 2022, we're getting She-Hulk coming on August 17th. We're getting Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever on November 11th. So that's the rest of our 2022 releases. You've probably seen commercials and trailers for both. For 2023, we are getting on Disney Plus Secret Invasion in theaters, Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. We're also getting Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which is going to be the end of the Guardians, I think, trilogy. Volume 3. Volume yeah, Volume 3. Volume, three. Ooh, volume. <laughs> gotta be clear. We're getting Echo. Which is in summer 2023. For those who get Echo with Maya that. Lopez, our friend who appeared in Hawkeye. Uh, we have Loki season two coming yes. uh, next summer, Loki. 2023. We have Blade coming in November 2023 in theaters. So not a series. Then we're getting Ironheart releasing on a Disney series, I believe, fall 2023. We're also going to see some really? Ironheart debut in Black Panther 2. So that'll be fun. Then we have... 
Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Those who remember our friend Agatha, it was her all along in WandaVision. She's getting her own series. So that's the 2023 lineup. In 2024, we're getting more Daredevil, Born Again, including our The Amazing Charlie Cox returning as Daredevil. So that'll be spring 2024. We're getting Captain America, New World Order, also in May of 2024. Shout out to my man, New Orleans native, Anthony Mackie, Captain America. <laughs> we are getting... Thunderbolts also in 2024. Thunderbolts is basically superheroes on a work release program. Is the, or super villains on work release is the best way I can describe it. We're finally getting Fantastic Four in late 2024. And to bring it home in May and November of 2025, we're getting the next two <laughs> Avengers movies, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Whew, that is a hell of a list. That's, that's crazy. Also, the... Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer is gas. I yeah, I mean, just I don't know, mind-boggling. It was so good. So, I of all those things, I couldn't even concentrate after you talked about because all I was thinking was the white, you know, clo- uh, clo- cloaked dancers, the the sunsets or the sunrises that were happening, the Namor. Ah, uh, so I don't I don't even know what you talked about after after you said Black Panther 2 cuz that's all I can think about now. This is a huge <laughs> I, like, list. Yeah. I couldn't even watch that trailer a second time because the first time was so good. That was like I don't want to ruin it anymore. Uh, uh-huh. I'm the opposite. I, the I can't experience. stop watching it like every day I fire it up basically. I'm with Brian. I watched the ones I'm like, "Oh, this is lit." Oh, yeah. It's gonna say be less. Good. I knew I was going to see the movie, but now I'm like, "Oh, yeah. Say less." Uh, it just gets it gets me hyped. I'm just like, oh, this is coming. It needs. Why isn't it November right now? Also because it's hot as hell in Texas. It needs to be November so that it cools off. So this, this is a huge list of announcements. Uh, you know, Marvel does this periodically. They do this mm-hmm. in Disney days, yada yada. But anything on here stands out to you the most? Uh, anything that you're looking forward to? Anything you're not looking forward to? Maybe eh, I don't know. Savan, where you at? Oh, golly, Moses. So. As the resident MCU stan, head, lover, addict, whatever whatever word you want to <laughs> use, I'm excited for all this stuff. Because, again, people, it's easy to feel like, oh, there's so much Marvel stuff. Like, dude, 20 years ago, you just would not have had this level of investment in these stories. So, again, as just a comic reading kid growing up, I'm excited for all this. It's truly my childhood brought to life. And I, that's always going to be dope for me. That being said... I'm super excited for She-Hulk. I've always been a big fan of the She-Hulk character. She's always been funny, clever. The trailers have already kind of got me hyped for what her dynamic and what her character is going to look like. Super hyped for that. Black Panther 2 goes without saying. Uh, Ooh, that's going to be so good. For me, it's probably Captain America New World Order. I've always been a fan of the Captain America Frank series, even when you has uh, Chris Evans in it. And I am just excited to see, all right, we gave him his own TV series with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Hopefully, they got to learn some pros and cons of what direction they want to take the character. Let's see if they can take that momentum from the show, make him the lead of a movie, and really have us walking out saying, yo, I, I, I he's already my Captain America, but really giving him a movie to have people have lasting memories of what this character can do. And then... Uh, bring Isaiah Bradley back, too. Yeah, I, I really hope they bring Isaiah Bradley back. And then, I mean, that's what I'm excited for. Wait, should I give the ones I'm maybe less or curious about too? Or no, should we get to let's that? Let's save after? that. All right, yeah, we'll get, yeah, that's what I'm excited for. Black Brian. Panther and yeah. <laughs> Brian wrote in the show notes. So, Brian, can you explain what this <laughs> means? Because I have no idea. 
so what's, what's I mean, rule? <laughs> looking at this list. <laughs> oh yeah, I like what you're saying. I see what you're going with. I think looking at this list fills me with so much excitement and terror at the same time. <laughs> like, bro, oh, like, I know. I'm, I'm going to see every one of these oh. things. And it, it just reminds me of an episode of Futurama where the cast gets stranded in the basically the Amazon version uh, or, you know, Amazon princesses, whatever, uh, all women society. And these are like giant women. Deject. And they're like, oh, look at these men. And they, you know, they hold them hostage. They take them into captivity and they just keep having sex with the men over and over and over while they're held hostage and the men are like screaming with terror and joy at the same time they're like more snoo snoo ah yeah. yes no. the body is the mind is willing but the body is spongy and weak or something yes. of that nature. and it was the execution don't forget it was like your execution is death by snoo snoo oh that's that's yeah. right death by snoo snoo which questionable Questioning how well that joke is aged, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm with you, B. I'm with I you, mean, dog. This is basically how I feel about phase, <laughs> what is phase four, five, six, seven, whatever, phase 70 of the MCU. There, you know, be careful what you wish for, you will get it. And now you're <laughs> getting all of it. Um, but you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm still excited as you guys. It's hard not to be excited about wakanda forever that that just looks incredible ryan coogler is still the guy in the director's seat um so we i have all the faith that he's is he award-winning director ryan coogler now i'm sure he's won some awards i don't know if he's won an oscar he definitely hasn't i I don't think he's won an oscar or anything but he's an award-winning guy this this dude is on my level let's be real here (laughs) he gets the confidently (laughs) wrong award yeah um hero murai Oh, everything I see oh, him, Hero, where, yeah. where his everything name is up there, Hero I'm Mariah. like, I love this episode. No wonder I loved it. This dude's awesome. Atlanta and Childish Gambino are not what they are without Hero Mirai and Station Eleven. Uh, but yeah, he, he should get a Marvel movie. Let's get that guy. Hell but yeah. anyway, I think uh, a couple a couple of things that really stand out to me, um, aside from just getting confirmation that you know the big bad here is going to be Kang Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars, also like oh, just an incredible reveal. But a few standouts mm-hmm. here uh, that maybe are a little bit more low key. One, Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as Savan said, supervillains on work release program. It's kind of <laughs> that's it's kind squad. of like a twist on the Suicide Squad, but not with the same energy as the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is obviously very much you know like manic kill 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 uh just be very bonkers i think thunderbolts are more kind of b-list c-list super villains kind of like, i guess similar to suicide squad but they're they're, they're dysfunctional less evil. yeah they're, they're more less dysfunctional evil. They're, than evil yeah exactly they're more incapable than they are <laughs> evil right they're more incapable than they are sadistic um and so they are they're i think going to be managed by uh by Julia Louis Dreyfus's character. <laughs> yeah. In the um, comics, it's Hawkeye as well, because in the comics, you know, Hawkeye used to be a criminal, and his whole thing is like, yo, I got a second chance. Let me lead this team of people who want to get a second chance, and I'm the best person to do it. 
Do right. we know who's going to be in Thunderbolts yet? I haven't seen anything for sure. Uh, we, we, I don't think we have any idea. So, but okay. in the comics, it's like Baron Von Zemo, I think, is it, is the lead but, guy and a bunch of other not like rarely known it, characters. It's a, it's like it's character. Like if I'm thinking about the MCU West, you should think characters who aren't good guys or aren't, you know, protect aren't heroes, but they're not just outright evil. So Abomination has been popular on the team because... Like Abomination was a military asset, but you even saw right how they hinted in Shang Chi. He's he's clearly trying to like get his act together. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. so U.S. Like, he agent. He's pretty terrible in the uh, yeah in that in, yeah in the Hulk movie, right? Exactly. But his but he's shown to be like someone who's not just a mindless beast. So he kind of yeah, he's on the reform route. Yeah, right. and he's like he's military, so it's not like he's just evil, evil, destroy the world. Is Red Guardian John- still alive? He seems like he would fit in this category. Uh, depends because he's kind of more of just like a Russian asset. So sometimes they're iffy to do that. But John Walker, U.S. agent, you know, just, uh, yeah. uh, he was one because he, he's yeah, definitely he's not be in it. Yeah, he's not evil, but he's a he's a complex character, right? So it's more that vibe. Like even Ant Man was on iterations of the team because he used to be a criminal. So you know, uh, what is it? Yelena, Black Widow's sister. She's someone else who kind of fits into that role of capable, not heroic, but. They fit into that Thunderbolts vibe of yeah. Okay, and actually, what's uh, what's interesting in the comics, uh, Savon? Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that in the comics, the big event for the Thunderbolts is that they screw up a mission and they destroy an entire city. Uh, I I believe one of the characters has an explosive ability and it goes off mm. the rails. They destroy a whole city, and that is. I believe what actually leads to civil war in the comics where they have, you know, superhero mm-hmm. registration and all of that. Oh, so they can't um, do that because they've already so, done that. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so it'd be interesting. Is it, was that not the Thunderbolts? It wasn't the Thunderbolts. Like that was like a superhero group. I used to have that comic as a kid. I think that was a superhero group that was filming a reality show. But you're right. It was, there was a villain who could literally suicide bomb himself. And he does exactly that and blows up like a, a, a school they're, it's not that's not that's not the Thunderbolts, but their biggest storyline is one of them supposing to kind of pose as heroes, and then they end up liking it and becoming actually reformed because you know in a job that was supposed to be evil. Either way, sorry, Brian, this is your thing, but Thunderbolts is going to be fun. Yeah, I think it, I think it'll be I think it will be kind of the uh, the dark horse candidate <laughs> here for best new best new IP, best new franchise within the MCU. Um, and then mm-hmm. the other one, the other one I want to point out is is the return of Daredevil, the TV show mm-hmm. with Charlie Cox. I mean, he's already been teasing a in Spider Man. He's going to be. In oh, Shield. I thought it was going to be a movie. It's going to be a, a show. No, eighteen episodes, bro. Okay, yeah, All right. well, it's it's, it's going to be a like, show, year long show. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is uh, you know retaking his mantle as Kingpin, and I I think I read somewhere this might just be a rumor that. The original writing team from the Netflix Daredevil show is going to be brought back on board, so that should make for you know a really wonderful series. And hopefully, they retain that original vibe of him being street level superhero, filming on location in New York City, a key component of that of that series. Also, it just being really really dark and gritty mm-hmm. and putting a lot of emphasis on hand-to-hand combat. 
uh, yeah. which the choreography was fantastic. We get back to. I mean, that hallway scene is legendary. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we have like it's lots unforgettable. Of things Even my brain it. cannot forget it. Yeah, yes. there's so many old boy references, and that one was just one of the best ones. I, I am also looking for Devil, and in fact, I wrote in our show notes that if if they can get that original sort of team back together, the production team, writing team, directing team, whatever, and and to recapture some of that vibe, then that could be a really really interesting project. I think what would be worse though than having a bad show is having a show that's like partially committed to doing that and then trying to like float this like Disney Plus train, yeah. right? Like with yeah. We talked about this and when we talked about Hawkeye, but having Kingpin be a little bit underpowered, a little bit more comical, right? Was it in the was Hawaiian sort of, shirt? Oh yeah, it's just sort of. I mean, he, oh, wears, he wears Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt shirts in the comic. Come on, it's like his it, signature fit. But it just it didn't silly. match the same character You're we had silly. just seen, you know, four or five years ago in in Daredevil, where he was very much just clean, almost you know obsessive compulsive, right? That that character wouldn't wear. A, a unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt that wasn't who he was. <laughs> Trying to stomp on Echo. <laughs> yeah, but okay. So, and I need your help on this one because I actually don't know. So, in in you know the first four, three phases or whatever of the MCU, mm-hmm. we got a periodic Avengers movie. We got Avengers one, and then we got Age of Ultron, and then we got um, Civil War, which was ended up just really being a, a secret well, Avengers movie. Not secret Avengers, like it ended up being a, a you know a backdoor Avengers movie, and then and then we got to Infinity War and Endgame. I'm not clear here if we're hurtling towards um, what what are they called? Kang's Kang Dynasty, Kang yeah, Dynasty, Kang and Dynasty. Secret Wars. Are we heading towards those as the same level of event as Infinity War and Endgame? And if we are, it doesn't look like we're gonna get the in between Avengers movies. And I wonder if that's to their strength, right? That we're not going to actually see the Avengers all come together until then, or if it's going to be a little bit of a detriment in that we're not getting these punctuated team-up movies that we're sort of used to. Well, I'm trying to think about the time gap, right? Because you're right. You have all the stuff leading up to Avengers. Then you have the stuff leading up to Avengers Age of Ultron. But I guess the question is, I don't consider Captain America Civil War to be an Avengers movie, mainly because you're still missing a lot of key characters, specifically hulk and thor right who are kind of staples of those movies so it's like it's like a you know it's almost there i don't consider an avengers movie only because there there's no them teaming up against like a common major foe it's its own internal conflict so then you have avengers one avengers two then you have infinity war actually i was looking up last night the gaps between those movies either way there's about a four-ish year gap between them no matter how you go between avengers one avengers two Infinity War and then you know Endgame, but right. I would imagine these next two Avengers movies are going to be in the same category of Infinity War Endgame. Where okay, so that's like the finale kind of movies. Yeah, and they're getting yeah. released in the same year, mind you. Yeah, like yeah. six months but, apart. But what was the gap between? But the gap between Endgame and Infinity War was, was, like, was a year. It was like a yeah. year. So yeah, it was summer to summer. Yeah. So either way, like it's clearly they're going to go to a similar model of like, hey, we're just going to have this be two huge multi part stories to kind of conclude this arc okay so what do you think about not doing the avengers movies in between like I mean, our last avengers movie our last avengers movie was endgame right mm-hmm. yeah and actually what's interesting is that uh unlike you know the previous phases of the mcu 
now we're still introducing just tons and tons of new characters, right? I mean, we're going to get Blade. We're going to get Ironheart. We're going deeper into Echo. We're getting She-Hulk, right? So the kind of the available roster of characters is just getting larger without any of these individual Avengers moments to tie everything together and keep us on track as as these new characters being introduced. So what I imagine is going to happen, and I, I said this earlier, uh, maybe pre-show, is that it sounds like Shang-Chi, from what I've read, is going to have a busy few years of popping up in different movies. Um, and so I, I'm sure that's going to happen quite a bit throughout all of these. And one of the things we haven't even mentioned is the Marvels, which is... Uh, which was not including in this list, uh, but is coming out next year, right? That's that's definitely a team up movie, mm-hmm. um, and so we'll see which of these other which of these other vehicles are going to be moments for you know some broader team ups between characters that lay the foundation for Kang Dynasty, which we know is probably going to include everyone and anyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, that also, reminds me that they. Sorry, let me get this one. No, is that, do you think? Let, there's 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 a few things that we know that are missing right like you said the marvels is missing Armor we, Wars. we're pretty sure there's going to be a shang chi 2 or shang chi 2 mm-hmm. and probably before we get to king dynasty so interesting that there's some movies on here that we're expecting that actually weren't highlighted here weren't announced um and i imagine we're probably gonna get well i don't know i was thinking maybe we're gonna get one more spider-man but maybe not in between now and and Kang Dynasty, and oh, then good point. and then we're we're probably missing a movie or a show that's going to be like a younger version of the Avengers. So Kate Bish- Kate Bishop, um, who else might be in this? Maybe Ant Man's daughter might end mm-hmm. up right. being in something like that. And then I don't know if Yelena, what's what's her last name in the show? Is it? It's not Romanoff. Belova. No. Belova. I think it is Belova. We'll have <laughs> okay. to check. Yelena, what's her face? Right. She's. I. I don't know if she would fit in this category of a, like a younger Avenger sort of thing, but we're we're sort of missing a project like that that we kind of we're pretty sure they're building towards, given that the prominence that that Kate Bishop took uh, in in the Disney Plus series. So it'd be interesting. Maybe maybe the Wandavision sons will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They're they're supposed to be kind of mm-hmm. in that that universe, right? So it's just interesting that they made this announcement, but we're pretty sure there's going to be some holes in here that are still actually going to be filled in as, as the next year or so progresses. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's a lot more connective tissue than we, in that first glance, right? Cause I remember even on previous shows, we were kind of, well, not me, but there were complaints amongst the show about why they keep making references okay, to these okay. other things, why are they tying <laughs> this and that to the other. But I do think that like, Hey, this is the, what the payoff is going to look like. And I think when you take a look at the active roster of heroes, who's basically dead or tired, who isn't, I think we have a pretty decent cast of people who are at least reasonably connected, right? Like we still have Anthony Mackie uh, as, uh, you know, as the new Captain America. We still have Ms. Marvel. Those characters are kind of familiar with each other already. We've had enough post-credit scenes to know that Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Wong, all of them and Banner are all on the same page. So a lot of people, fighters and just like maybe what's the word? uh, Consultants. (laughs) are already kind of on a decently collective decent page collectively so when you think that there's still three years until we get to this next movie avengers movie and there's going to be two of them i do think there's going to be a reasonable amount of time to have some team ups happen between that 
we know these movies are coming out. We don't know what other characters are going to appear in them. Who else is going to appear in the next uh, Captain America movie? I don't know. But I do think that they're going to have lots of moments peppered throughout these releases that ties everybody together in a way that makes it feel good going to the next Avengers. Keeping in mind that in the previous movies, they had the same issue, right? Like they introduced a lot of new people, Ant-Man, Black Panther, all that. And I think they did a good job of still integrating them naturally into just these larger team up movies, even though they were way newer than, you know, Iron Man and Captain America. So, you know, we'll see how it goes, but I do think a decent amount of characters have retired off. Like Thor's probably retired off. Black Widow's dead. Hawkeye's retired. Captain America's retired. Iron Man's dead. Hulk's functionally retired. Oh, you know, but you the- know who's still in the mix that we forgot, uh, or that is not a part of this list is uh, Nick Fury in Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. He's that, got that's a whole another thing. one. Yeah, is that a show? I think that's a show, right? That's yeah, it's going to be a series. show. It'll yeah. take place Did- during the blip. Do we know when that's coming out? Uh, yeah, it was on the it was on the the list of release dates. Okay. And then yeah, Secret Invasion is coming spring twenty twenty three on Disney okay. Plus, so it'll be a show. I don't think I don't think Thor and Hulk are sidelined. I mean, Hulk well, will never you, get his own movie, but I I don't think I think Thor is still in when, play. He's still around. When we last saw Hulk in Shang Chi and the post credit scene, he was a human again. So clearly, something happens between Endgame and that part where he's no longer the Hulk, and I think that ties into the She Hulk stuff where clearly something He's passing happens. the mantle yeah it's clearly yeah. a pat mantle passing but we see banner straight up not as the hulk anymore and if that's the case not even like smart hulk and if that's the case like yo his character is functionally you know as far as like a hulk fighter is out of the picture not a bad thing but i do think there's a decent they've done a decent job of retiring off characters to make room for the new blood too and then the new blood from before kind of becoming the veterans because now ms marvel has been she's like a vet in the mcu at this point right she's been in a lot of stuff dr strange and wong are vets. captain marvel captain what did i say i say, Ms. said marvel. marvel. sorry captain marvel is okay. like a vet like okay. this is a decent amount I was like, of wait, new we just blood. saw ms marvel and she seems yeah. very much a rookie yeah. to me <laughs> yeah even ant-man he's a vet at this point he's been around he's had multiple movies has appeared in multiple team-ups has done stuff so we we got we got a new generation of vets. We just got to see how they tie together on screen. But, you know, I don't think it'll be bad. All right. Uh, was there an announcement that you're confused, curious, you have wonderings about? You know, uh, in the in the professional development, what are you putting a, a sticky in the parking lot about here? Oh, my God. <laughs> a sticky in the parking lot? <laughs> um, Ironheart for it's me. You very, got butcher paper on your a wall? very education-centric uh, joke there. Mm-hmm. Savan. Yeah. We Ironheart. didn't even set our ground rules at the beginning of this. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, get out. <laughs> what are the agreements? No, but I'm excited for Ironheart. She is a relatively newer character. She's basically like a next generation Iron Man character in terms of just being a prodigious level engineer. The fact that she's like a young black woman is always just going to bring a new lens and interesting stories. I appreciate that they're going the route they did with Spider-Man and Black Panther and kind of soft introducing them in another movie to kind of get the framework to kind of get that foundation and buy-in yeah and then you lux- lead them into luxury slash strength of the mcu for them to be able to do that well people got i mean i don't know i think people flip-flop about it i think overall it's a good strategy because every movie can't be an origin story and sometimes you got to get them a little bit of momentum of Some like runway, hey, yeah. here, here they are so i'm excited right young black woman engineer super smart makes her own 
suit of amazing tech armor. She's going to be in Black Panther 2, so maybe they tie her story into those uh, Wakanda embassies they set up in the States and different neighborhoods. Maybe they tie into that because oh, yeah, the character oh, is American. Yeah. There's a lot of cool directions you can take it. I'm excited She's because be like the Shuri's ca- apprentice kind of thing. Her yeah, yeah. And Shuri. yeah, yeah. So just that alone, and also I think Black Panther just does a great job of just really emphasizing and putting like the black woman characters in really unique and fun, just expect perspectives that a lot of other media I don't think does well. I guess the only thing I'm iffy about, and I hate to sound like I'm concerned trolling, but I think his people have shown to have very different standards about a lot of characters who either are people of color or aren't. Uh, aren't men and so i'm curious to see you have a character who can very much be a, a iron man mold character in terms of what they bring to the table skill set wise i'm wondering how they're going to characterize her and how will people in good faith or not identify and relate to that well it sort of felt like shuri was going to fill that role right i mean that's the thing right like For a it's while. huge yeah, I mean, but, but then there's differences between her being a really smart Wakandan, sci- Wakandan scientist and someone else being a really smart engineer. I mean, you know, there's lots like like there's lots of MCU characters who are engineers, but they go about it in different ways. Like Hulk could build himself an Iron Man suit if he wanted to, but that's just not his. That's not his game. So I don't know. There's a lot of cool stuff they can do with the character. I have high hopes for it. I think she's gonna get a great debut in Black Panther two, and it's gonna. I feel really good about her character's trajectory. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what her personality is like that mm-hmm. kind of differentiates her, as, as you were saying, like from Shuri, right? In the same way that Tony Stark has lots of idiosyncrasies that make him what he is. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars are from the comics. And I wonder if it would be helpful knowing that context. Or if it's just going to be so different, or it's just better to go in blind and be surprised and excited by by how that story goes. Savon, do you know about Secret Wars and King from the comics? Is it something that you think would be helpful to know? Or is it more like, eh, like just to see where it goes and enjoy the ride kind of thing? I think for you, it's better just to see where it goes and go for the ride. Like, I know what Secret Wars is, but, you know, like, I knew about Thanos and Infinity War going into that, too, and... It was so drastically changed. It was so different. It was so different that the like me knowing what happens with the Infinity War in the comics pretty much meant nothing in terms of yeah. what I got out the movie. They completely rewrote Thanos' character. Yeah, he's com- he's characterized. Completely he was obsessed with death. He want he like yeah, he was like basically a, just a simp for death. Yeah, it's the, a lot. It's, a lot, it's a lot more silly. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more of a silly story, and it's a lot less grounded and emotionally mature. So it's. It's cute to guess. It's nice to maybe know what it is, but I don't think you're going to have some deep insider knowledge. I don't think it's going to make you appreciate it more. Like, okay. I know what Secret Wars is, and I know that Marvel's going to change it so drastically that me knowing what it is doesn't really do anything. All right, well, then spoil me. it. What is what is in this Secret Wars? What is the war? Who's fighting in this Secret Wars? So, remember in Doctor Strange, a big thing that came up was incursions and the multiverse, and going yeah. into different multiverses is dangerous and can have catastrophic effects. Secret Wars is basically a culmination of multiple universes in the comics that basically are different Marvel storylines, like 616 different universes. They basically collapse into one another and it turns into like a a multiple Marvel storylines and worlds are at risk of being totally destroyed. And it was Marvel's way of kind of consolidating different universes and characters who existed in basically different writer stories Mm -hmm. so you had a reason to put old man logan from that unique story into like the main marvel world where to him everyone he knew was dead 
Yeah. So so it's a lot it's more very out convenient. There. Yeah. It's so in the comics, it's a lot more out there, and it's very much like oh, end of like existence type stuff. Obviously, the movies aren't going to go that same direction, but I think the Doctor Strange incursion stuff should kind of give you an idea of like it's that level of conflict. Cool. And then Kang is just basically we saw it in you know the show. He's basically just like a time traveling super. He's like the a time traveling Genghis Khan basically. So what I've heard from directors say and some of the writers is that he's going to be a villain who has lots of different versions of himself that appears. So I don't yeah. know exactly. They're going to do some really unique stuff. Put it like this: if they do to this what they did with Thanos, I it's going to be drastically different and it's going to be good. And see, Secret Wars is a really convenient way for the MCU to have an out on basically yeah. anything. To yeah. it's like, well, you know, if we realize we no longer like the actress that plays Yelena, uh, we'll get a different Yelena. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, maybe Tom She's Holland. Great, he's he's done. He looks too old now. So um, here we go, Miles Morales. Let's let's. That's have probably it. the biggest. That's probably the biggest Bring concern Miles I Morales. have. Yeah, because you really can just do it as a cheap way of just bringing in and retconning pretty much anything you want. I don't oh, think absolutely. they're going to. I don't think they're going to do that because they know it feel cheap. But yeah, you know, don't be surprised if we get some to- more Tobey Maguire, you know, uh, Andrew Garfield <laughs> Spider Man in one of these things because that's a totally valid excuse to throw them in there. Like that's the type of characters who would appear in a story like this. The other versions of people in the multiverse were like, hey, I'm yeah, yeah, everything's popping off. Yeah, I'm here too. Yeah, I hope we get like some really boss cameo from somebody playing a character that we just like would never have imagined. We'll like, finally get Tom Cruise Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Like we need that. Brian, is there anything you're curious about out of these announcements or you're wondering about? Um, so uh, a couple of the the big ones, like uh, the known properties that we actually have a history for, and I'm talking about Fantastic Four and Blade. Wah, wah. Yeah, we <laughs> I, we've seen two different iterations of Fantastic Four, plus John Krasinski from The Office in Doctor Strange playing Mister Fantastic, uh, and now we're gonna get the MCU's version of Fantastic Four. Can they really pull it off? Um, maybe I don't. I don't know. <laughs> they said, I mean, it, they that, said it's not an origin story. Apparently, they said they're gonna I mean, like. It's not gonna do the origin stuff with them. That's good. We've seen it. I mean, yeah, exactly. It, and like, we kind of also. Know it's the great that we have Chris of. Evans was in part of the first one, and then Michael B. Jordan was part of the second one, and then both of those go on to become iconic characters in the MCU. Wait, mm-hmm. who is Chris Love Evans it. in the he first was Human one? Torch. He was the fire, he was fire kid. Oh he was Human my Torch, God, bro. no yeah, dude, way. Re, yeah, rewatch it. I did not it. know it's, that. It's, 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 you're sitting there like, yo, that's Captain America. What the hell is this? <laughs> and then Michael B. Dude's Jordan's a, Human Torch in the second Fantastic yeah, Four mm-hmm, reboot, right? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and then now you now we got this one. Like, who knows? Who knows Maybe what's going to happen? Fantastic Four is just mid, and people are in denial about it. I mean, it kind of is. Like, I mean, the the first family or of Marvel or whatever, and you know, and their abilities are so so. Like, Ms. Marvel already does Mister Fantastic better, I think. And then, like, the whole Invisible Woman thing, like, not not a great ability, not a great character. Uh, and they're not thing, characterized very well. That's the biggest yeah, thing. Like, 
They're they're kind of outdated, right? Like, they're boring. They're well, Marvel I think knows they're a product that, of so. more of like a more of like a 1940s, 1950s white picket fence world, and like that's the family that they kind of extracted from that idea. So yeah, a little a little shaky there. Mm-hmm. And then a similar thing, maybe not quite the same, but Blade, right? Wesley Snipes' Blade is iconic, yeah. right? Like. Like Blade Two, it's hard to imagine anybody else besides Wesley Snipes in that. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know the first Blade movie with the with the rave scene and the vampire, like oh that blood that, rave scene. That is stuff legendary, is iconic. Dude. You you don't replace that stuff. And then now we're bringing in Mahershala Ali into the role, but we already know him as uh, Cottonmouth. Was made Cottonmouth from the Luke Cage series. So very very weird thing going on there. <laughs> Um, how exactly are they gonna? How are they gonna live up to the Blade franchise? It mm-hmm. is the different question for them. Um, I'm not really sure. It's something we, you know, we necessarily needed. Uh, but I, I, I understand. Mahershala Ali is like great actor, great star. The character is, is great, of course. Um, but like that whole storyline is just a little. It's a little bit tangential to everything else going on in the MCU. So it was it was interesting to see them promote this as part of, you know, their big mm-hmm. build up to Kang Dynasty. Whereas, you know, a character like Moon Knight, who's like off in his own corner of the universe, seemed kind of left out. Um, but you know, their two worlds, I think, are much more analogous than the rest of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, I think Ali is a better actor than. Wesley Snipes, no shade to Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. That's not even shade to But Wesley Snipes does kung fu. Yeah, that's also true. You know, I'm, I've had, I don't know, I'm, I'm confident that for, you know, this is how I feel. Marvel has been historically good about having good fight scenes for characters who are supposed to be good fighters. Anytime they had fight scenes that weren't great, it's usually because the character isn't really known as a fighter. So clearly that was just not the top of their list of emphasis. You know, like Ms. Marvel isn't a fighter. She's not going to have the choreography that some of these other characters have. Cause it's like, yo, that's just not what we're putting our money into. Right. Compared to a martial arts based character where every, pretty much every martial arts based character in the MCU, except for Iron Fist because of filming time issues has amazing hand to hand combat. That includes all the Captain America movies that includes Shang-Chi that includes Daredevil, that even includes the Punisher. Like they, they're they're pretty good about giving their hand to hand fighters like love. So I'm I'm very confident about that. What I'm excited for you, Brian, is I think his Ali's acting is going to be what elevates the franchise because I love the the Blade movies were good because of how ambitious they were at the time and how no one had done it before. They were, but I think that though. I mean they were, but they were still ambitious. Yeah. For especially for superhero movies that people were not were not cool back then. They were yeah, not, at the time. Yeah, that, that was not that was not what was in, and that made they managed to get a black vampire hunter movie superhero movie just to be the shit. That's hard. Point is, I think Ali's acting is actually gonna bring the Blade character into a more sympathetic place that Snipes couldn't quite, do, <gasps> even if he was a better martial arts actor. Fair. Snipes is just Snipes, man. Also, he made production <laughs> hell out in the third dude. movie. Also, I've heard Wesley Snipes is so hard to work with. Really? <laughs> I've heard nothing but like negative. Like apparently Blade, <laughs> the Blade 3 filming was just so hard. Cause look at it. There's a scene where he refuses to close his eyes on like a table when he has to pretend to be dead. And they literally <laughs> had the CGI like crappy eyes over his face because he was just like, I'm not closing my eyes. Like, this is Wesley what? Snipes. 
Tax paying That's citizen so Wesley Snipes. That's so weird. <laughs> Tax paying Dude, citizen. Dude, I'm going to send it to you after this. It is like, he's not like, going to let you get one on him. That's what he's about. <laughs> Dude, it's the wildest. Yeah, but his intensity during the fight scenes made those movies, right? Because really the story and the acting and the effects were like not that good, but just fantastic action sequences. Yeah, set pieces, all set yeah. pieces. I, I think we could probably skip our, our, our rehash of our idea on whether all of the MCU... Co- content is is actually starting to drag drag the mcu down a little bit because oh, we think we've had that conversation and, and only time will tell basically i do think that you guys might argue that probably we are getting too much stuff in general but also who are we to you know deny the deny ourselves the pleasure of watching these shows so you know i'm of two minds let's this is a new four years. This is also snoo, like snoo. four years of con. This is also like literally the next four years. It's a long time. Yeah. Like it's easy to feel like, oh, this Avengers movie is right around the corner. What's your daughter gonna be almost five years old by the time that movie comes what? out? What? You know? What? Like it's gonna be the end of twenty twenty five. So But it's also gonna be like the thirtieth movie or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but you know, not everybody's gonna see every single one of these. That's you know, we talked about this before. The the strength Marvel has now is there's such a wide range of content. And they're getting better about not having everything be so connected that you have to see everything else. You could watch Ms. Marvel. You could watch Moon Knight. You could watch most of the Disney Plus shows in a relative vacuum and still appreciate it and not feel like, oh, I have to watch all this crap to know what's happening. So you're getting better about siloing off characters when relevant. And if you're a super fan, you'll watch everything. If you don't like it, then, you know, it's like, hey, if you're not interested in this character, you could probably just not watch the show or movie and. Like, if you didn't watch Ms. Marvel, you're not just out of the loop on what's happening in the MCU anymore. I don't really care about the casuals and who just dip in and out. I care about me and my responsibility to confidently wrong. And I'm going to have to watch every one of these fucking things. I can't tell if that was sarcasm <laughs> it, or not. It no, better not. be good. It better be worth my damn time. If you're going to make us watch all this stuff, at least make it good. All right, well, let's just go ahead and wrap up there. We got to learn about so many MCU projects coming our way. Projects, films, movies, shows, whatever. Listen, hit us up on at confidently underscore pod on Instagram. Savan's been running the the social media venture there, and it's going really well. Tell your friends about our show. I keep telling you, you got to tell your friends about our show. That's how we're going to get new listeners. It really means a lot to us that you've been listening to us this whole time, um, and we're excited to continue to bring you new shows, new shenanigans, and all of that good stuff. We will see you laters. Bye.